What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies Midweek Edition, a.k.a. the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm Johnny Minoxide, and tonight I'm joined by Reinhard von Krieger. What's up, dude? Oh, not much. Just, uh... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still reeling from that, that piece. From the what? I'm still reeling on the voice from before the show. The ah. most punchable oh, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, uh... Dogbot is with us this evening. What's up, sir? Happy birthday. Happy 103rd birthday, Commander Rockwell. Happy birthday, Commander Rockwell, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm doing good. It's just, it's, uh, it's, you know, just wanted to acknowledge a great American. Absolutely, man. Yes, Commander Rockwell's birthday is today. Happy birthday. And uh, take a notes in the corner. Jack the intern. What's up, kid? Consume t-shirts. Get excited for next t-shirts. I have seen some of the shirts so far. People have sent me some pictures. The uh, black and white Paranormies logo, skull logo, is sick. That's the one I've seen the picture of so far. I'm excited. I haven't gotten ours yet. Uh, We ran them out of shirts, guys. That is amazing. Yeah. See, we're as not, it should be. As it should be. We're not using like you know, Teespring or uh, large, you know, uh, consumer. Anybody can use these people. Well, we can't because you know we're banned from literally everything. So we're using one of our guys. You know, uh, dissonantapparel.com. This is one of our guys, our people making shirts for us, helping us out. Um, yeah, and you guys helped him out immensely. <laughs> you had him working all week. You sold him out of shirts. We will be, uh, sizes are going up. Uh, for those of you guys who wear the larger sizes, double X, and um, I believe he said extra small too. So nice. Yeah, so we're going up and down. And uh, yeah, so buy our shirts. And this is the only time the Paranormies are going to be inclusive. Right. Um, what do you mean, inclusive? Wait. We're always we don't, inclusive. We don't do th- Am I in a gender studies class? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't get the you didn't get the email. Yeah, we, we're doing the. Uh, we have to do the thing. We're we're like legally obligated to do the bit now. Otherwise, oh, we don't. Have, no, I'm joking. Um, I've no. managed to avoid this sort of thing my entire life. I know. Me too. I yeah. <laughs> I've excused myself to the restroom and never come back. Kind of a kind of a miss these kind of opportunities. Um, not anymore. Yeah, no, we're not. No, we're not doing that. Uh, pretty soon. What are you saying that that normally we're exclusive, Reinhardt? Well, yeah, we're not. We don't do the inclusivity ad- agenda. Oh. The whole gender studies yeah. thing. Yeah, you got it. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, mostly because mostly because you know there are only two genders. That the end. What what else is there to study? There are only two sexes. Right. Sexes. Yes. Yeah, there aren't even genders. There aren't even yeah, genders aren't even real. Genders are a social construct. Sex is real. That's what it is, right? Right. Right. Biological sex is real. Genders are some shit that a goddamn Jew came up with to fuck with people. Yep. There you go. And it worked. Oh, it has worked. It has definitely worked. Their their tricks have taken hold and just basically fucked everything in the West. All right. Man, do we do we do we always have to start every show with the depressing thing? We I mean, get all the depressing no. stuff out of the way. No, I got a couple of retractions. Those oh. aren't depressing. Oh, good. Mea culpa. Go ahead. 
Okay, so, you know, I, I like to ombuds myself sometimes. So when I get something wrong, I like to promptly admit it and get it out of the way. Um, I was wrong about the Lady Gaga song. It's not... It's not, I want to love you like I love some baby. It's, I want to love you like a love song, baby. And it's by Selena Gomez. Uh, different tranny. I got it wrong. Uh, but it, it made sense to me because it sounded like Lady Gaga. And uh, the Lady Gaga panda eye stuff is really sick. But what's also sick is that tranny Selena Gomez, who played, uh, who got kids into witchcraft with wizards at Waverly Place for a very long time before going through its monarch transformation. Yes. That's the first retraction. All right. Uh, the, sec the second retraction is uh, I got it wrong when Governor Sil Silver Bullet rolled up to the podium and said that uh, the mask mandate ended on Texas Independence Day. That actually ends tomorrow. Uh, he just announced that it was going to end tomorrow, last Tuesday, on Texas Independence Day. But uh -huh. I, I mean, I just, I, I didn't, I have trouble hearing him. I guess maybe they hadn't lowered his mic enough to the, to the wheelchair level at the podium. So like, you know, like I, I guess I, I just heard that we don't have to wear masks anymore, and I was like, yeah, and that's, but you know. God bless Governor Silver Bullet. You know he's doing the best he can. Silver uh, Bullet, huh? Where, wherever, wherever it's accessible for him. I called him Governor Hot Wheels last week, but I, I was thinking about the movie <laughs> Silver Bullet with Corey Haim. Uh, you know where his, where uh, Gary Busey, his uncle, made him a rocket wheelchair called Silver Bullet. Oh right, right, right. That's wow, yeah. wow, bringing it back. All right. Yeah, that's the that's the reference there. Mm. Gotcha. <laughs> I still um, love Governor Hot Wheels. Yeah, uh, Governor Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels is great. <laughs> Hot Wheels is great. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't have any retractions. If I'm wrong, uh, I'm wrong. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> boohoo, nigga, I don't care. Yeah, boohoo, nigga, I don't care. We talk about a lot of things. Occasionally, we get something wrong. Nobody even called me out on. They were just two personal things that I, I felt like I needed to get oh, out wow. of the way. Wow, okay. Well, I don't want to be accused of us shitposting 30 minutes into the show. That would be detrimental. Right, because people are here for lectures. Yeah, they're, they're here for long, university. Yeah, long extended lectures on topics. Yes. We are we are didactics or didacts who are here to talk at you the entire time. Mm -hmm. We don't like having fun. Am I on the right call? Did I, <laughs> did I get into the wrong Discord? What's going on? Did uh, you not? Did you not see that? We yeah, didn't did, hear did, you did. announce your pronouns. Uh, joking. No, Johnny. yeah, I. <laughs> Oof. Yes. My... Italian, Italiano. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My pronouns are Mama and Mia. There you go. <laughs> Whoa. Mama <laughs> Mia. That's it. That's what you get. Manicotti <laughs> and something else. Yeah, I don't know. My pronouns are are are. Uh... Something in Italian. I don't know. Speaking. Mine's, mine's dude and El Duderino. Oh, boy. Thank you, Jack. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was necessary. Um, <laughs> we got, we got I'm, stuff. I'm it's the midweek show. It's the Nationalist Inquirer. Um, we've, heard, we've heard people, you know, like, what's up with that? 
What is Nationalist Inquirer? Well, have you never heard of the National Inquirer? No? Go to a grocery store. When you're paying, look to your left. It's the one with the little bat boy in the corner. <laughs> do they still do bat boy? They don't do bat boy anymore, do they? I mean, I don't think so. No, I know. They don't. Jack is our bat boy. Yeah, uh, Jack is our bat boy, yes. But I honestly haven't looked at a National Enquirer or uh, what's the other one? The Star? There's the Star. There's the, uh, uh, what is it? The Insider. Global the something. Insider, right. There's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's the National Enquirer is the one that has all the weird stuff, aliens and Bigfoot, and it's like it's 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 like the AM coast to coast radio show of the checkout aisle at the grocery store. <laughs> um, and uh, we're doing our we're we're doing our own version, the Nationalist Enquirer. Yeah, because back in a higher trust version of this uh, continent wide strip mall we live in, uh, you used to be able to go to like a Seven Eleven, and they would have, you know. National Enquirers and Guns and Ammo magazines and uh, like Soldier of Fortune stuff like that. Like, <laughs> they still have those. You, and, and there would be like coin op video games, and you could buy a Slurpee, and you could hang out in there, and you could not worry about getting stabbed. Mm, the good old days. When yeah. you could go make yourself. Were, a- were they the good old days though? No, they were just slightly better days. Yeah, just a little the- bit better. Yeah, we I mean, Jews were still doing their thing. It just wasn't we we weren't on the uh, this far down the slippery slope. Well, not just that, and we were kids and we didn't know yet. True. <laughs> Industrial society was still very sick. It's just you know we it hadn't caught up with us yet. Right, it hadn't gone septic yet. <laughs> Sept- septic society yeah. sounds like a black metal band. <laughs> right, that, their second album was great. Um, Septic Society. <laughs> By album, you mean tape, tape cassette, right? From no, back then it was You just you just said tape, or you said cassette. You never said tape cassette, like yeah. You said tape like or cassette, vinyl like, record, right? That, like, that's true. Yeah, I was only very, very loosely in the cassette era. <laughs> CDs were around. Yeah. No, you were never around for the original mixtape. No, not really. Hmm. You know, yeah, that feel. Well, now you just you just know when they don't open your your you know the DM or whatever. But like, you, you never know the heartbreak <laughs> of giving a girl a mixtape and finding out they never listened to it. Finding it on her dresser. <laughs> now you would, just send them links that they don't listen to. Right. Right. But at least you yeah, can now send. Yeah, getting left on red. Right, but now you can send read receipts, so you know, yeah. <laughs> so you, you know you're being that's, ignored. That's how you call out the thoughts. Mm-hmm. Just post read receipts. Right, bitch left me on read for months. All right, so we got content. <laughs> okay, we have actual stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that's the whole. Yeah, that's the Nationalist Inquirer thing and the shit posting section of the, the newspaper. We skipped right to the comics. All right, we started with the comics. Now we're gonna go. We're going to go to the science section in the front page. Um, vaccines are big now, right? You guys, you guys have heard about the vaccine for the COOF. Lots of people, lots of people made vaccines. You have AstraZeneca, you've got uh, Moderna, you've got Johnson & Johnson, you've got uh, Pfizer. Uh, 
the J, uh, the Johnson and Johnson is one shot. The Moderna and the Pfizer are two shots. There's also another company, Zoetis or Zoetis, that developed an experimental vaccine. Well, we'll get to that in a second, but that's not yeah. Yeah, that's but that is another company. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm well. I'm talking about like regular vaccines. Yeah, that's a special vaccine. Give that a second. Uh, but people are people are dying. <laughs> Because of these vaccines, somebody in Austria uh, died. And in Austria, the Austrian authorities have uh, suspended the inoculations with a batch of the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, And uh, the death of one person and the illness of another just goes to show you in in Austria, they actually care about their people. I mean, people are bad things are happening to people here in the United States and nobody gives a shit. People are still getting their Fauci ouchie, putting a sticker on their car. Something I've noticed is that the permanent guests are running to get this thing while the heritage uh, the heritage residents, mm-hmm. be it black or Caucasian, are big nah, dude. You go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, yeah, the permanent guests are run to your nearest CVS or wherever they're, they're, they're dishing these things out Mm -hmm. all over the place. Have you guys seen, have you guys seen like uh, vaccine sites or whatever, like places to go get your COVID vaccine? I don't think, I don't think we're actually doing it in my state. I gotta look that up. Okay. So you know, like how at streetlights, you know, by the crosswalk, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the crosswalk button, there'll be like those uh, signs for, a garage sale and sometimes there'll be something like, Hey, you want to, you want to earn uh, $19 an hour, blah, 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 blah. Like these printed things that are jammed into the ground. Mm-hmm. They have those all over the place saying where you can get your vaccine or your tests, like all, all over. Uh, yeah, I've seen the signs for tests. I don't think I've seen a sign for where to get yeah, your vaccine yet. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. I've not seen signs for where to get vaccinated, but tests. Yeah. Everywhere. That well, says weird. you're, couple of these says you're shot. I, I'll have to take a picture of a couple of them. I'm like, yeah, that's that looks shady. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's going to be some like shoot Ukrainian you up with saline solution. She <laughs> <laughs> would gin and juice. <laughs> <laughs> Come to this parking lot at this time for your COVID shot. Right. Okay, so like tennis. crackhead, crackhead Bob, fucking with a beanie <laughs> on one side of his head and a gray trench coat, fucking sloths up to your fucking front window. <laughs> Just pull in over here. I got you taken care of. <laughs> That'll be too fitty. Why not tree fitty? Well, at the uh, George Floyd autonomous zone, uh, the the fiat currency is fake twenties, so. That's fair. Ah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, can't exactly get tree fitty out of that. No. Um, so these vaccines, right? There was a list that was in the Telegram. Did you find? I couldn't find it. I tried to open it, and it was like making me register for whatever service the list was posted to. Um, yeah, it was a very gay presentation site that somebody had put it all on. Yeah, but uh, basically, it lists all the people who have died. In the United States, right? And who have been severely injured from the vaccine. And uh, the number is definitely more than one. (laughs) Well, yeah. In fact, uh, looking through our prep links here just so I can find it, but I know I posted something. 
uh, earlier, like might have been last week, that said the vaccine death ratio is over, I want to say 200-something percent for young people, and it's over like 60 or 80 percent for those over 60. That might be backwards, actually. Yeah, but the vaccine-to-death ratio is much higher than the COVID death ratio. It's oh, ridiculous. Absolutely, yeah. That's the that's the problem. You know, will, the vaccine people are dying from the vaccine at a higher rate than are dying from the actual quote disease. But we'll never get the actual numbers on either. Right. No, you won't because uh, they're going to pad them both ways, and it's the fake media and anything you see, anything you see on any sort of national television or cable or whatever or internet news, you can pretty much guarantee that those numbers aren't correct. Um, so, I mean, well, that's the thing about the vaccine is literally every form of the vaccine is experimental. None of them are approved. Every single vaccine for SARS-CoV-2 is unapproved. So you go to get in line to get a vaccine for this. You get in line, you sign up, you get in line. You're a willing participant in a global human trial with zero guarantees. None whatsoever. And people are like, people are lining up for it and they're begging for it. We can go back to normal once we get the vaccine. Oh, yeah. I've got friends at work who are just saying, you know what? Screw it. Just give me my freaking shot. I just want to be able to go somewhere or do something. Well, like, that's that's what they want. Yeah. <laughs> Is that nonchalant just want BS attitude? Go to Applebee's, you know? The, you, I mean... Did, did any of you guys see today on Twitter that anti-white uh, comic Sasha Baron Cohen? Oh, God. Uh, he tagged Zuckerberg and said, how can you sleep at night uh, when stuff like this is on Instagram and Facebook? And it was some graffiti of Bill Gates and uh, and the shot basically saying, you know, basically don't take the shot. It's, you know, evil globalist. Sure. Not, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's just it's it's so stunning, you know, like this is the this is supposed to be the he was like one of the most edgy uh, comics in the aughts, you know, with his Ali G and Borat and uh, the, whatever the game was. was edgy. None of that yeah. was actually edgy. Right. But it was it was. You know, that that was that was what was considered the edge as far as right. like HBO. Yes. and Right. Because, you know, it, well, he was the edgy Jew pretending to be white, being anti-white the whole time. Like his whole Borat thing right. was anti-white because he would, you know, his, his whole shtick was making Americans, you know, play the quote, dumb American, you know. Right. right. And now here he is just. Yeah. He's the most uh, anti-white. He's, he's, I, oh yeah, my God. Uh, There's a few of them. The There's a few of them. He's like the opposite, the literal polar opposite of Bobby Fischer. Like, if Bobby Fischer's, like, the best, then Sasha Baron Cohen is, like, one of the worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing on the vaccine, and Johnny, you had mentioned earlier that it's experimental. We're mm -hmm. all getting in line to voluntarily participate in a global, global human trial. I mean, there's no guarantee this thing's actually going to work for you, right. whoever you are. Mm -hmm. One possibly intended side effect, I would say so because it sounds very Jewish to me, is insurance companies for this reason 
are typically not under legal obligation mm -hmm. to cover any cost associated with voluntary participation in human trials. If they make you sick, insurance does not need to cover your care. Yeah. If you die, you don't get death benefits. No. So if you die, if you die from the shot, if you die from the vaccine, if you die from this experimental mRNA, you know, DNA altering substance that you're injecting into your body willingly so you can get back to normal, you know, and you die, your life insurance doesn't have to pay out. Your health insurance doesn't have to cover this because you right. signed up for a trial, basically. Well, and, and I just want to say that we're not saying that they won't. There may be some gay law that's being worked on right now that's probably going to get around it, but they are not under obligation to. Mm. So that's the case right now. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many people are going to lose hundreds of grand. I came across a very beautiful story this week. It was one of those uh, liberal opinion pieces where, oh you know, at the end, you can imagine that everybody clapped. And uh, it was called Vaccine Envy by William Falk. Oh, boy, I saw that. Can I can I uh, read a couple paragraphs real quick? Yeah. I, yeah. When I arrived at our usual Indian restaurant to pick up a takeout order, I was puzzled to hear shouting and laughter. The chairs were still up on the tables, as they had been for nearly a year, except for one table in the corner where three elderly couples were hooting and hollering, clinking glasses and toasts, and celebrating as if World War III had just ended, which for them, it had. The COVID vaccines were rolling out now across the U.S., but with demand still far outstripping supply, we now have outbreaks of vaccine envy. Envy is understandable. These miraculous shots confer nearly total protection against hospitalization and death and can parole us from the lonely gloom of our COVID prisons. Still, by June, every American who wants a jab should be able to get one, and by the summer, there should be clinking glasses everywhere. Liberation will come with a caveat. Millions of Americans may resist vaccination, slowing or blocking true herd immunity. That would keep the virus circulating and mutating, raising the risk of a variant that could elude current vaccines and reinfect those who already had COVID. This may be already happening in Brazil and South Africa, since the U.S. and few other wealthy companies have bought up nearly all the available vaccine doses. <laughs> it's it's really it's really bad and it goes on it's not, it's not that long of an article it's it's pretty much just like a letter to the editor or whatever and it's ridiculous yeah much of the world we is may likely wind to up remain with outbreaks of covid 22 or covid 23 or covid 33 right if billions <laughs> remain unprotected new mutations will continue to arise really we don't even have a, like seven universities are suing the CDC because they cannot provide them with a, uh, a legitimate specimen of COVID-19. So can't or won't, uh, they can't, they don't have it. They don't have it. If you read the, if you read the thing, there's a, uh, the video it's in the telegram. I'll find it later. Um, Jack, maybe you can find it. It's the one it's the, 
the thumbnail is like a bald guy. He's like a New York doctor or New Jersey doctor or something. He's definitely got like the accent. Um, he's like, yeah. And he talks about how it's completely fake because the CDC won't give them or can't give them, excuse me, uh, a sample of the virus because they don't have one and they say they don't have one. And he reads the CDC's letter to them on, on the thing. It's a, uh, it's pretty interesting. It's one of those. It's one of those videos. Save this before it gets taken down again. It's the most taken down video in the history of YouTube. Every single one of these videos is the most taken down video. The most censored video. Um, nah, because I I have it, so obviously it's not that censored. But back to this, yeah. So the CDC can't give a actual um an actual viable sample of COVID nineteen. And so somehow we have mutations already. We haven't narrowed down what COVID-19 is. And yet somehow there's mutations that right there is like some, they're, they're appealing to the IFL crowd and, you know, who are definitely like getting tattoos and um, making little crocheted Fauci's. And, you know, those are those people. And those are the people that are really pushing this bullshit. Do you guys ever feel like you missed your calling whenever you read an opinion piece like that and you, you're like, man, motherfuckers get paid to write such flowery bullshit? Yeah. I, I could know. easily write this, dude. I could easily write I feel like I could I feel like I could churn out like ten of these a day. Easily. Easily. Oh well, no, what you could worked, do is just set up a bot and have it write it for you. Unless I worked at Huffington Post. Well, yeah, well, because you wouldn't be anymore. Yeah. So uh, who is it? Luke Wilson? Got smoke today? Is that what happened? I don't. I don't know. I don't know but, wait, Huffington, Huffington Post journalists wait, have Luke, a forty percent suicide rate. Wait, Luke Luke Wilson from uh, Idiocracy? Luke Not Luke Wilson. I forgot his name. I don't care. Oh, some journalist. I forgot his name. I don't care. It's Luke something, I believe. I don't know. He, I don't used, know. To, he used to. He used to. He used to really like piss off Borzoi or something like that. Speaking of Borzoi, Borzoi wrote a book. Code. Yeah, Borzoi <laughs> wrote a book. And it's called Cultured Grugs. No, Uncultured Grugs. Oh, excuse me. Un- yeah, you're right. It's Uncultured Grugs. Mine hasn't gotten here yet. But apparently, it starts off with a lie right on the cover because it's a, it's, a, it's a greyhound and not a borzoi. Whoa. On the cover. No. Oof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He docks himself for nothing. Yep. Docks himself for literally nothing. All of that for naught. But anyways, no. Go to Antelope Hill Publishing and buy Uncultured Grugs. Uh, from what I've heard so far from people, it is... Uh, a very excellent read, and you will enjoy it very bigly. So buy it. Well, well, if you had been uh, keeping up with his essays in American Sun and stuff like that, it, it is a, a collection of some of his finer essays with additional material that he wrote strictly for the book. Yes. Awesome. So some stuff that you could have seen before, also some brand new stuff. And doesn't he have a letter to his uh, to his kid that's on the way right now, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. That's awesome. I can't wait to get my copy. It's it's supposed to be a great book. I am looking forward to mine. It should be here this week. All right. So back to the vaccine. So we have vaccine envy, right? Which is uh, people who are basically jealous of those who have gotten the vaccine who are able to gather without masks or without distancing socially. Um, because on Monday... The CDC released new guidelines for Americans who are fully vaccinated. Fully vaccinated 
means people who have received two shots of Moderna or Pfizer or one shot of the J&J. Only one shot of Jazz and Jesse? Oh, Johnson and Johnson. My bad. Um, Gross. Yeah, right. One is too much. Uh, yeah, one can be too much sometimes. Uh, but they can meet with other vaccinated people indoors without a mask or social distancing. Immunized people can visit unvaccinated people from a single household who are at low risk for severe illness. Um, officials still oh. recommend that fully vaccinated people continue to wear masks and avoid large gatherings when out in public. And uh, even if you're fully vaccinated, the CDC recommends that the Americans avoid travel. So the long-awaited guidelines gives the U.S. a sneak peek of what the new normal will look like in the next few months. The new normal. There's that phrase again. There's always the new normal. Anybody it's like it's it's like just as soon as you got acclimated to the the last new normal, they throw out another normal for it to be new that you have to get acclimated to. Well, and but here's the thing though, do you really have to get acclimated at this point? Because all they have to do, it's like the mRNA, the new vaccine. All they've got to do is throw a little update out there, give you another shot, mm -hmm. do a little bit more. A little bit more, a little bit more, and then by the time you're at the end of it, you're going to be looking up a giant friggin' mountain and wonder how you got that far down. Yeah. So, so at the CDC, they're they were having a press conference and they were trying to figure out a way that would signal to people that if they'd gotten both shots in public, so people would know that they're okay and that they're safe. And they're highly considering a government issued yellow armband to put on. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like it, this may or may not be a good idea. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't think uh, yellow armbands or any sort of identifier on your person uh, is a good idea. It reminds me of some other yellow things people wore at one time. Um, so camp? apparently, yeah, some camp outfits. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, we are at approximately. Two million Americans being vaccinated every day. That's, you know, I mean, it's going to take a long time to get everybody fully vaccinated, right? Um, however, they're expecting that non-vaccinated people would start being jealous of the vaccinated. I don't know, dude. I mean, I, I, I mean, I can't go downtown and go to the mall if I don't get the vaccine. Oh, you know, I can't go to New York City. Oh, well, here's the thing that trying to instill this vaccine envy through this puff piece mm -hmm. that he wrote, it's just not realistic. They, they that I mean, well, it, we can go in at length at how out of touch these people are with the rest of the public. Sure. But people people are not feeling envy because other people are getting vaccines first. No, now, I've heard I've heard some some shit on the radio and stuff like that, like. Uh, I also heard this really scary YouTube commercial that a coworker who was playing YouTube between two songs, it was like this chick whispering and she was like, shh, people are getting the vaccine, but not everybody's got it yet. COVID is still real. I'm like, whoa, what? I'm like, That's what the terrifying. fuck was, I'm like, what the fuck was that? It's like uh, CDC fear porn ASMR. Right. Like, I don't know, man. No, the reason, well, the puff piece goes along with this Daily Mail article 
kind of. I don't think that the uh, that puff piece is just the only bit of this um, astroturfing of this vaccine envy that they're going to try and push on people. Because, uh, you know, they're showing videos. It's like, oh, we get to go to... The, I'm sure it's like, we go to the gym and we do this and we can do that. And they just kind of like... And, well, in Israel, in Israel now, they're the ones that are really pushing the vaccine on their people. Uh, they've... I've seen videos of Netanyahu going around and looking at um, like vaccine identification scanning devices at gyms and other public places. So they're they're real serious about the vaccine over in Israel, which is interesting, right? Because uh, you know the vaccines vaccines are bad, right? And don't I mean don't the Jews aren't the Jews the ones who are giving us the vaccine? But now the vac- well, they're vaccinating their own people. Like wait a minute. If Jews are vaccinated, if it's like if Jews are doing something to their people, that must mean it's good, right? Isn't that the or am I being light switch grug? <laughs> well, here's the thing: these Jews are the ones who also wrote about how to specifically get around the command of the Bible to not sacrifice your children to Molech and say it was okay. So. Right. Well, really, yeah. what they're doing—if—if if this vaccine is actually the same one that we're all getting, sure, or not all of us. Well, they're getting if the it's Russian the same version. that the world is getting. They're getting the Russian. They're version. sacrificing. They're sacrificing by forcing, like pretty much forcing the entire population to get it. Yeah, I mean they don't care because the people in power are not the. It's not the Israeli. It's not the Herschel on the street. It's the people at the top who are getting it or who are who are benefiting from all right. of it mm. so if mm. they can get more power more money more control over all of it they don't give a damn who dies even right. if it's their own people right no i mean yeah you go back to like the bolsheviks that were putting the actual jews in the gulags you know the nkv right. they were putting the jews in gulags um oh speaking of that you got me uh we, we were talking about the nkvd and the bolsheviks and all these other communists like Erasing Tartarian history. Remember? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about that? Yeah. That just sent me down a thing. I had I had to find a whole bunch of... I, I, it's, I still haven't found a lot of stuff on that, but more stuff I'm reading, and it makes me believe it might be that's what communism is really for. I think so. Yeah. I think communism, really any form of, author, of authoritarianism, I think is for that purpose. Fascism as a reaction was just a a byproduct so fascism national socialism that's not the purpose in my opinion because it glorifies the history or mm-hmm. at least attempts to mm-hmm. right but yeah communism and and its predecessors i agree Completely i think that's entirely well, possible yeah. my evidence to reinhardt's point is mussolini drained an entire lake just to pull up caligula's two lake boats which ended up getting burned in a firebomb. Sure, thanks. Right, still, yeah. like that. Thanks. That was FDR. That was his dedication to honoring the history of the location in which he was ruling over. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. I mean, and and just look at like the uh, the reverent. What's the word? Uh, the reverence for Francisco Franco before they decided that they were going to tear down his tomb. The man's tomb was. I mean, probably repurposed Tartarian architecture, but absolutely glorious. Yeah, so. uh, I was going to say, we could probably do a whole episode on uh, the the tombs with air quotes. Oh, yeah. 
the it's, tombs uh, of the it's presidents. Sort of like, it's sort of like a, it's sort of like World's Fairs, but at Starforts. Like it's mm-hmm. a, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> Jack, no, make sure is. to make a note that we need to we need to get some prep together on that. Yeah. Well, dude, every time dude, we talk about things that are designated as tombs are absolutely not what their intended purpose. Was. Sure, no, no, like the Ulysses S. Grant tomb, and no, no, none of these things are. Um, that but the any Rutherford, Rutherford B. Hayes one, the, I, I, right. I recall is like the who, like what for who? <laughs> yeah, as a literally who president, this guy's got <laughs> like the most majestic thing as mm-hmm. a tomb. It's literally yeah, it's it's like a fortress castle with. All kinds of columns and stuff. Uh, speaking of columns, the columns that are just out, dude, we can just we can stop because this is going to be the rest of the episode. Is us just shit posting about Tartarian impossible architecture? We were talking oh, about the God. COVID vaccine. That's what happened, and then I right. Yes, we were talking about the COVID vaccine. People don't like it when we shit post too much. Okay, I have to, I have to reel it in sometimes. No, um. Dude, any every time, dude, just every single one of the things, whether it's the tombs, the post offices on the Tony Express, uh, monuments, you know, whatever it is, there, we could do an entire episode on every single one of those topics, and and we will, most and we likely. will, and we will, because our seasons run that like that, so you'll get it. Uh, one, one question I have, if we want to get back to the COVID stuff, mm-hmm. um. This isn't actually part of prep. It's actually something that I was talking about in another chat a few days ago, and I just happened to think of it. Um, do any of you guys know how infectious diseases and health was treated before the advent of this Jewish germ theory? Leeches? Like how? Well, no. <laughs> the cause know. behind infectious disease <laughs> and sickness. So... For thousands of years, people believed that sickness was the cause of a, a an imbalance of either spiritual or physical elements in your body, because our body is made up of, of several elements, and when you don't take care of it, it gets out of balance, and they believed that sickness, viruses, whatever, were actually internal, um, internal actions by your body to fight off that imbalance and kind of govern you towards the right state of being. And I always thought that was interesting, and especially with this COVID vaccine and its death rate. If that's the case, this vaccine is just adding on to all of that, making it worse and worse and worse and pushing your body. I mean, to basically the person who will die from a heroin overdose. Hmm. What do you, what do you think about that? Oh, oh. Uh, who are you asking? I I mean, what do you think about that? I know I kind of dropped that on you, but I, I yeah. just thought that was interesting. We're talking about the, the vaccine death rate. Mm-hmm. It's like it's adding on to all that imbalance and just unhealthy uh, oh, presence yeah. in your body. Well, yeah. I mean, it's manipulating your DNA. You know, it's coding. Actually, um, I don't know why we want to do this. No time is it. What time is it? How much in the show? 30, 40 minutes in. Mm, we got 20 minutes to the end of the hour. Uh, the Alex Jones thing I was listening to earlier today, the Alex Jones went on uh, a show called Flagrant 2 with uh, a comic named uh, Schwartz. What's his name? Ant- no, Schultz. Andrew Schultz and uh, 
the Pajit's name is Akash Singh. <laughs> and they talk a lot about um they talk a lot about the vaccine and how uh it changes DNA and stuff. And they, you know, there's a section that says uh it's like all the okay, so the, if you scroll through it tells you, okay, Alex Jones comes out swinging. Alex Jones explains Bohemian Grove and wanting to bang Clint Eastwood. Uh, hopefully the vaccine changes Akash's DNA is the section. Alex Jones determines if Mark is a gay frog. Is depopulation really that bad? Jones's worst career mistake. So, like, why did the media flip on Cuomo and his nipple piercing? These are sections of the show. This is what Alex Jones talked about. Crypto and who controls it. Elon Musk and space-time aliens. So he's doing his, uh, here's the deal with Epstein. Oh, man. Is Alex Jones a comedian? There you go. This section of the show pretty much goes off the rails here. They're drunk. They're drinking. Alex Jones's take on black reparations. I got to watch that part. And then the guys oh debrief on what just happened. Okay, so. He's, he's, he, he says if Bill Gates pays for it. Is that what he said? Yeah. Which, I mean, if Bill Gates wants to give all his money to them, fine. I mean, that just okay. means, like, all the state lottery tickets are going to be sold out at the corner stores. Right. Did you did you watch this or listen to it? Uh, no, I saw the quote earlier today, and I didn't know what it, what it had come from. But okay. when you just said that about, uh, yeah. Is that what he said? He said, if Bill Gates pays the reparations, it's cool? I don't know if he said if it's cool. Or he probably made a flippant joke. Right. You know? Yeah, he was probably saying, like, if Bill Gates wants to pay for it, I don't care, but I'm not you mm -hmm. know, doing the bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so his... He talks about the vaccine. They ask about the vaccine. And let me see. Let me just get to the, the section. Let me see what section this is. Let me... Now they're definitely. <laughs> let's just say China's really pissed. Take the vaccine, guys. You know what I mean? I'm out here saying no, it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> hey, but, hey. You know, there's a major India banned the Pfizer mRNA vaccine because we made our own, bro. That's what we do. No, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't the special we got our one, money, bro. Yeah, That's I know. What what we do. I know I, Let I, me tell you something. You look at my genes. Tell me they couldn't be changed. I would love to change my DNA. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is the most trash DNA. Indians should all take the vaccine. Quite frankly, you we know, got the worst genes. Hey, you're an Indians and China. <laughs> That's actually kind of hilarious. <laughs> Indians and Chinese. Right here he says, hold on, hold on, hold on. Chinese. Listen, I'm not, listen. Is it Indians and Chinese? And he's like, he claps his hands like we should all take the vaccine because Indians and Chinese have bad genetics. He's not wrong. Um, but then Will Alex. stop them from shitting in the street? Well, no. maybe if, no. if it, it might be an upgrade. It might be an upgrade for some people. Like, you know, the fact that your DNA is changing doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing for some people. If you're already at the bottom, you've only got one way to go, right? But you're not going to be like the Giga Chad meme. I mean, no. All the Indians are not going to turn into that. No. But this show, they they drink a lot. They have a bottle of Jameson that they keep passing back and forth, back and forth. Um, yeah, so the vaccine changes the DNA. Hold on, let me see what what is Alex after this. You're actually a smart, good-looking guy, man. Yeah. You got, hey, hey, you got nice, sparkly green stop eyes. Stop me out. Out. No, 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 stop saying you fucking suck. Hey. <laughs> Hey, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. What's up, me. Alex me. Jones, life you coach. Bill Gates fucking wants to help your ass? Yeah. Bill Gates needs to some... change his DNA, too. His shit is trash. Yeah, I agree. That motherfucker's trash. Well, let me get back to what I'm saying. Okay, so they're talking about <laughs> Bill Gates' DNA is trash. Um, and Bill Hicks still has it. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. True. It's still, yeah, he's he's still good. This is the this is the same Alex Jones that was on Joe Rogan, you know, when he was drinking and smoking weed. Um, yeah, at the beginning they said that they weren't going to fact check him, and he said that was that was fine because you know he got fact checked all over Joe Rogan, um, which was an interesting show. The last time he went on and everything he said, uh, Jamie fact checked him the whole time. Oh yeah. I don't know how it turned out, but I know it happened. Yeah, but Alex Jones is talking about not getting the vaccine. So you know, if you're if you're anti-vaccine, you're uh, uh you're you listen to Alex Jones, and that's you know you're just a conspiracy theorist guy, guy. But not because not because the vaccines you know have caused deaths, or you know, your insurance doesn't pay for it because you're you're getting an experimental vaccine. Um, no, you're just a conspiracy theorist. But yeah, Alex Jones does his whole the whole bloviating shtick the whole time, and he gets drunk. And let me see. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to watch any more of this? Vac- or listen to any more of this vaccine stuff with him? I wish I wish we could get to the reparation stuff. Like uh, the is that marked anywhere? Or? Yeah, it's marked. You want? I mean, I'm gonna play that. It's uh, two hours and something. Well, I don't want to. I'll play the whole thing. No, I, I, I mean, can like, skip no, it. is it time stamped? Yeah, it's time stamped. Like, yeah, can skip to it. You want to you okay. do the black reparations part? Yeah, because. All right, let's do that. All right, hold on. Here we go. Two hours and 14 minutes and eight seconds. It's skipping to it. Let's see. Let's see what Alex has to say about black reparations. This is not Paranormies, but Alex Jones is talking, so it is. All right. And the bottle at this point is uh, seven eighths of the way empty now. At the beginning of the show, they opened it, and now it's like all the way down to the bottom of the bottle of Jameson. So Alex Jones at one point says, I remember him saying, I'm really fucking drunk. So here we go. If it was, I've had nothing nah, to drink. Drink. Yeah. Alex, how do you feel about reparations? Ooh. Oh, shit. Mm. You know, you can say like, here's the problem. 2% of people in America had a family that was alive when black people were slaves in America. So it becomes like a corporate thing. Like, let's all fight with each other. <clears throat> I'm for reparations for everybody when it's all corporate tyranny and manipulation of digits and things. So I mean, here's the deal. If we could pay reparations once and get it done and stop racial division, I'll be all for it. But they're not trying to end racial division. Mm. They're trying to intensify racial division. So there's unlimited money. So, okay, okay, give everybody that has family they can prove was a slave in the United States a million dollars. I'd say it's all digital. Give them the money. It'll just go back to the economy. But they don't do it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to do that because they're not doing it to end stuff. They're doing it to keep the problem going. Mm-hmm. So there's unlimited money. Shit. I mean, we can build. Here's the thing about humans. You think we just build aircraft carriers, nuclear reactors? We can do anything now. Mm-hmm. So they want to make wow. it about, oh, what are we going to give you? Oh, we're this group. We're going to give you something because you got fucked over. That group trying to give you something wants to run you. Mm, so I'm just saying, give free. everybody everything. I'm telling you, it's unlimited, man. Humans can do anything. Mm. So this is interesting. Like, what about the idea? And this is why I'm actually really sorry. Black people are very conspiratorial. Very. And they My should, biggest listeners. But they should be. Mm-hmm. Wait, they're your biggest listeners? Yeah, overall, if you look at any demographic, yeah, about... Third of our audience is African American. Seriously, and then, and then only like fifteen percent of that. Yeah, yeah, but that makes sense to me because if you look at like who the victims of government conspiracy like, are, you know, 
Black yeah. people, right? Yeah. Like you even brought it up. I think I was listening to you on a podcast. You were talking about the Tuskegee experiment. Yeah. But like, so black people are very skeptical, not only of vaccines, but of government in general, because they've been on the, the shit end of. Yeah. And it's not some virtuous thing. Like, I'm against you being tested on. Dude, whatever they do to anybody, they're going to get to me. Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's about enough of that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. What's funny as I thought it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, no, no, it's just drunk rambling. Alex I would rather like have heard him sober talking about it. I'd like to see those numbers. I think we have a greater percentage of black listeners, uh, according to the download numbers from <laughs> Africa that you read out uh, uh, six months ago than Alex Jones does. Yeah, we probably do. We probably do. Um, well, we had like, what, two, three in Kenya, right? Mm-hmm. One yeah. like uh, I think it was Senegal. We had like two, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, Senegal, something <laughs> like that. But of course, that's just people, you know, setting their VPN to Senegal. Is what that is. It's not. No, they probably download our show and play it on some pirate radio in Senegal, like over, <laughs> like the, the AM at night. I Dude, Alex like Jones looks like such a fat tub of shit now, though. Oh yeah, like he's not. He's not aging well in his late 50s. No, in his early 40s, you mean. Right? He's only supposed to be like 43? No, he's, he's supposed to be 45 or 46. Oh, okay. And it, it's, uh, no. it's not believable. No, he's easily, easily 10 years older than that. Oh, yeah. Well, I, what, what was the birthday to Bill Hicks that we talked about on the episode? Wasn't it like 10 or 12 years before Alex Jones' supposed birthday? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're like 10 years apart, supposedly, yeah. Yeah, okay. But he, yeah, he easily looks mid to late 50s. Yeah, Bill Hicks looks Dear like God, shit nowadays, though. He looks like shit. Which, I mean, is that supposed to distance him from the look of Bill Hicks? What, the fat? Probably, yeah. The, the absolute fat, blubbering slob that he is now? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's kicking over the chair and saying mm -hmm. he wishes but what he does Trump. oh oh i forgot about this part but uh his bohemian grove talk he talks about the bohemian grove uh and he does do the bit where he said that uh it was invented by some people who were just some hippies or artsy fartsy people who wanted to like drink out in the woods and then mark twain or what was it, samuel clemens was his real name right is that his real name mm -hmm. um and it was 1890, I believe, that the Grove was founded. And then right after that, presidents and, you know, captains of industry started going out there. So here we have uh, another date that really doesn't jive anymore, by the way. The Bohemian Grove, like foundings and stuff, there's no way that just a few years after San Francisco was founded, like... You know, these captains of industry, they're miners, though, right? I mean, like, they were out, they ended up going out in the woods and doing LARPy stuff. But then the Republicans took over, and the Republicans are all repressed sexually. That's why they do all that homo shit in the woods. It was literally what right. Alex said. Literally, that's what Alex said, is because the Republicans are repressed sexually. The, the Democrats don't care because the Democrats, you know, they, they're part of the gay people and all this stuff. But the, the Republicans are all closeted. Everything's closeted with the Republicans. So that's why they go out into the woods and they, they and they put on these these plays where they pretend to be women. And, and you know, they have sex with male prostitutes. 
Whoa, Alex. But somehow, Sounds. somehow he was given the password and the code, and he kept saying the password was, uh... oh, shit, what was it? Not Lost Boys. Was it Lost Boys? I and really would not be surprised. Something to do with, yeah, and uh, it, was the, it was the password, and the second password was Hillbillies. So he was that was supposedly like the password that for like the bush camp where the bushes were staying because everybody there stays at a different camp. Somehow uh, he was given. Oh, and he found out later on. He says that he found out later on that um, they were let in there, that it was set up by somebody inside, that they wanted him to come in there and take the video. So that's why. So he's covering up his. Well, of course they let you know Alex has the video. He's you know now he's telling the thing. He's like, well, I signed a non-disclosure agreement that I couldn't talk about it, and now that non-disclosure agreement went away, and now I can talk about it. But yeah, this whole thing was fake and gay. Yeah, so he's covering his own ass at that point. Yeah, he's like covering the ass of the you know what I mean, like the whole when he, well he was selling this as like hardcore proof of what goes on in the Grove, right? Right, and there was the video of him, you know, confronting uh, whoever that was, and guy turns around, and is like, "None of your damn business, whatever." And yeah, it's a, there's this that whole too. Big gotcha moment. Right, and all of it. Now it turns out that it was just a setup by somebody inside the grove, and he, uh, Alex, claims that it was somebody who was pissed off at another member and was like, you know, trying to upset the balance of power or something by getting it. Oh my god! Expo- yeah, it's absolutely just like it's not even. A good fake story, you know. No, because if oh, no member of any of this, if if the stories of Bohemian Grove are true, no member would actually be stupid enough to expose all this over some petty squabble, right? That's and ridiculous. to use an Alex Jones, and apparently, uh, I don't remember it was Channel Four, World of Wonder, was the name of the the British uh, television station that actually paid for him and the guy. So it wasn't just Alex Jones. It was him and another guy from this British television channel who Alex has quote, not been able to talk about because he's been quote under an NDA. So none of that makes any sense. But anyways, um, so now, yeah, it was all a big setup by somebody inside the Grove. Yeah, sure. So they're going to use at the time, one of the most popular conspiracy radio hosts, I guess. Yeah. I guess they would use that to get it out, you know? And now they're going to use him to cover it up. Well, of course it was all fake and it's probably not even like they were just probably acting, you know, because he was there and all of this is just staged, you know? Who the fuck yeah, knows Yeah, it's just an point? effigy that they, that they throw into the fire in front of the giant owl. It's right, not an right, actual child. Right, right. But that's what he oh, says. Oh, by the way, you know? Johnny, the uh, Lost Boys you were thinking of, it's Lost Angels. Okay, that wasn't it. Are you, okay. Well, that's one of the camps then. Oh, okay. Um, no, it wasn't. That been. wasn't it. Uh, it was something else. I forgot what it was. Something. I don't know. Something that would have sounded like Texas or something, but not Lone Star, but something. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, but he said that, you know, all oh, these people weren't racist. I saw Danny Glover there. And then the other one, the guy was like, oh, did you see Mel Gibson too? And then out of nowhere, um, Alex says, I'm not gay, but I'd have sex with Mel Gibson. And then they went on to talk about like how he'd have sex with Clint Eastwood. And that was just a really weird, 
Like it was just him doing, you know, just Bill Hicksish type stuff. It's all crumbling down. Yeah. I, don't <laughs> I mean, know, they're yeah. getting, I think that they're getting ready to sacrifice him. They're getting ready to deplatform, not deplatform, dehumanize him and probably do some sort of death at some point in the next 10 years. Um, yeah. And just totally take him out of the script. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, he's served his purpose. Right. We're past the need for an Alex Jones type, mm-hmm. like, gotcha conspiracy theorist guy on the radio. We're way past that. We're in the paranormies type I, stage now. Where I a don't lot know. People- they might. They might water him down a bit and put him in a uh, Rush Limbaugh sort of spot. They, you know, uh, all the side talk of having him replace Rush Limbaugh and Rush Limbaugh passing away. You know, they may they may find a way to slide him in there. Yeah, but then he keeps doing stuff like this, right? And you know, this was this was today. This came out. So this is March 9th. So yeah, I don't think it they're ever going to be able to separate Jones from any of this. If they Mm. were to put him in a Rush Limbaugh role, if they did that, I think it would be like a King of Fools situation and yet another sacrifice of some kind. So, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, if they, if they do that, that's it's, it's like a, uh, to step up and yet, you know, he's still the court jester. Exactly. Yeah, he's court jester, basically. I don't know. I don't know. Ah, see, now it's you just, got me reading a bunch of stuff on Bohemian Grove again. It's just weird. Yeah, well, the Bohemian Grove stuff is just fucking stupid. Like, I thought it was funny when um when Jeb Bush tried to get a chocolate shake and they wouldn't give him one because it wasn't dessert time yet. And he said, it's not pizza who, time yet. He said, don't you know who I am? And the wait, waiter person was like, yes, of course I know who you are. You're the, the governor of Florida, Mr. Bush. Yeah, yeah. Not president. <laughs> and yes, you cannot have a chocolate shake. <laughs> I don't care who you are, you can't have a chocolate shake. Anyway, uh, I like that story better than Alex Jones's story about him crawling underneath. Like He was like, I, I was crawling under the steps and I was getting bit by mosquitoes and like, okay, but I had the hidden camera, but I had the hidden camera, this and the other, but then I was there and like, you know, and they talk about, he talks about how he was in such good shape and like these Republicans were all faggy and hitting on him and like he had his ass slapped like 40 times, like, like throwing that in there definitely adds to the poisoning of the well of him in general. I mean, it was just like retarded bloviating. Yeah, this definitely, uh, yeah, I don't know what more I can even say on like, that. I already like, gave my take. It's just right, but the legitimacy wow. of Alex Jones, you know, like I don't know. We people talk about us and our respectability because we believe, you know, we don't we we question the shape of the realm we live in. Um, but like we don't get drunk and high and talk about wanting to fuck Clint Eastwood. Yeah, we don't get trashed and talk about like actually giving reparations. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look, I've already said this, dude. Like, we'll tally up all the totals of what you believe you deserve for reparations. We will subtract the stolen bikes, and uh, I bet you we call it even. It'd probably be about two fifty, right? And you get your tree fifty. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And I think that's where tree fifty comes from. <laughs> we already have soft reparations; they can get a government job. You just have to show up. 
That's right. all you have to do is show up. Right. I mean, it's not it's not hard. Just show up. Mm -hmm. You don't do anything there. Just mm -hmm. show up. Yeah, DMV was specifically created for reparations Oof. and revenge. It oh, really is. It feels like a, a, a vengeance type thing every time I have to go there. That's why I do as much stuff as I can online or like over the phone, not having to actually go there. But all right. Well, we're at the end of the first hour, guys. We made it through halfway through the Nationalist Inquirer. We're going to listen to a song. I don't know what. I don't think anybody suggested anything this week, but we'll find something and uh, we'll have more after this.
right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Nationalist Inquirer. Uh, I'm still Johnny Minoxide with Reinhardt, Dogbot, and Jack. We're we're talking about stuff that's going on, current events. Man, there's a lot of there's, there was a lot of stuff happening with vaccines and COVID. I hope we covered it all. There's always more to that, but right now, you know what, DB, bringing up this topic, it kind of reminds us reminds me of pretty much the beginning of last season. We're talking about COVID, and now we're going to talk about the George Floyd incident. Derek Chauvin is in court. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Uh, who, who knew that he wasn't the guy from Cash Cab? <laughs> <laughs> right. It really wasn't him. Yeah. yeah but, I, no. I, I, I mean, you know, uh, listen, this is the event that kicked off the summer of hate. Mm-hmm. They tried to do it with armed robbery <laughs> and the jogging incident yes which uh, has now created you know which at least the, the most to come out of uh the armed robbery thing is now there is another slur uh for blacks and joggers so like that 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 is the only thing that ever came out of that but with george floyd they created an entire religion mm-hmm an entire religion. You see murals of him as a saint, as an angel, uh, hovering over the town. You know, the spirit of George Floyd is with everybody. It, I mean, and now you got 3,000 National Guard protecting the courthouse for this show trial. Right. And, and who knows what's going to happen Which- with this. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Uh, for a guy who may or may not have murdered somebody who may or may not have even existed, the more this goes on, uh, the more I think that George Floyd may have been like a totally invented character specifically for this scene in this movie that we're watching. There are there are black conspiracy theorists who flat out say that George Floyd is the basketball player Stephen that- Jackson. Yeah, and that uh, the other guy is a crisis actor as well. These are these are these are the black conspiracy theorist types who bring this stuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, like what I found, what I found interesting about this trial is they released the juror questionnaire, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not going to read the obviously not going to read all the questions of the questionnaire. But so the, many. Uh, part five is the media habits. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that header right there? <laughs> media habit. Well, read the titles. Just read the headers off until you get down to the media habits because it's interesting. It's not just that. There's a lot. Uh, I, I, I'm missing a couple pages oh, okay. uh, because uh, out of brevity. Oh, never mind uh, then. But some of the headings. Yeah, okay. Whatever. The media habits. Okay. It's a, oh, uh, it's it, a very long. It's thing. technically part two. Uh, it says that the the first question is Johnny. What is your primary source of news? Mm. Um, second, how often do you read a hard copy or online version of the newspaper? And of course, the follow up is what newspapers do you regularly read? I'm not like. I'm pretty sure like a very small percentage of people uh, actually read the newspaper nowadays. 
Well, no, but they might get, you know, they might get like the online New York Times or they might read, you know, the L.A., whatever the L.A. one is or whatever it is, wherever they're from. Uh, a lot of people, I believe, still get like, I know people that get like a local paper. They still read it online or they they're watching the news. You know what I mean? I don't think I don't think a yeah. lot of people still get the paper paper. So I'm I'm gonna skip around a little bit. Sure. Uh, uh, where how often do you listen? How often do you listen to local news or watch news on television? Uh, which local radio or television news station do you listen to or watch the most? How often do you get n- local news or news related updates on your social media accounts? But this is the question I wanted to save for last because <laughs> when I read this, I just started laughing out loud. What podcasts do you regularly listen to? Where's that? Oh, that's, that's number, four. number four. That is question number four. <laughs> what podcast do you regularly listen to? I would like what, to know. That's why I wanted to bring this questionnaire onto the Nationalist Inquirer. <laughs> yes. I would love I would love to see some of our listeners what they <laughs> what they write down on that on that sheet. <laughs> What social media platforms do you use if regularly, if any? Just Telegram. Well, if we have any, <laughs> yeah. If we're we gonna have, pass this, we're going to pass this on to the ADL. Uh, we've seen some new <laughs> names on here that don't look very familiar, and uh... right. Well, well you if know, we all have of our new listeners, listeners just put their their online aliases. Well, hang on, hang on. You're assuming that we have listeners in Minneapolis that are getting called for jury duty for this particular trial. This what very, are the odds that one of them are? I would love that. And that somebody would have to put on which podcast you regularly listen to, The Paranormies. <laughs> that would be great. Um, yeah. I, interesting I some... questions that they ask. There's a lot of very prying, this, this questionnaire. Very, very prying. I had a couple other stuff I wanted to read off. Okay, you know how on uh, old job applications, they would have the questions that were worded, like morality questions that were worded sort of ambiguously. Like they they would ask the same question in four different ways, and then they would give you the options of strongly agree, somewhat agree, no opinion, uh Dis- somewhat disagree, strongly yeah. disagree. Yeah. Yes. Check out some of these questions in a similar format. Oh, these are and these this, are hilarious. These are these, these are, are great. The lo- oh, these are God. the loaded most loaded questions. Mm-hmm. Discrimination is not as bad as the media makes it out to be. <laughs> B. Blacks and other minorities do not receive equal treatment as whites in the criminal justice system. Dude, these are terrible. These are terrible. C. Police in this country treat whites and blacks equally. D. Police in my community make me feel safe. E. I support defunding the Minneapolis Police Department. <laughs> yeah. So F, specific. It's- F. Minneapolis police officers are more likely to respond when force when confronting black suspects than when dealing with white suspects. Yeah, this is this Gee, is this is terrible. Because law enforcement officers have such dangerous jobs, it's not right to second guess decisions they make while on duty. Could that get any more loaded? Like right. I, I like okay. No, the, the I do not justice- trust the police. <laughs> and there's a typo on this one. The criminal yes. justice system 
is biased against racial and ethnic minorities. They couldn't even be bothered to spell check the fucking right their questionnaire. questionnaire. Well, this is terrible. Say, I mean, that's what government jobs are for. Right. Uh, I. Uh, question I is I do not trust the police. <laughs> J. Uh, people today do not give our law enforcement officers the respect they deserve. Uh, and but the last one. I think the news reports about police brutality against racial minorities is only the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah, I, whoever wrote this is a retard. Uh, this is this is the most loaded series of questions I've ever seen. Um, like in your for your the- personal background. Oh wait, 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 wait. How about this? Yeah, there's um something about it's i think it's the activism section or whatever other than what you have already described above have you or anyone close to you participated in protests about police use of force or police brutality how favorable or unfavorable are you about black lives matter how favorable or unfavorable are you about blue lives matter like smurfs yeah right they're uh, not really alive love, they were but, they were created with witchcraft but in the well and i love no go ahead, go ahead sorry no no go ahead no, go ahead. Finish off. <laughs> well, no, this is going to get into like the prying, more prying parts of like, you know, your personal background. I mean, not just your, you know, your highest level of education, what you do. They want your past five occupations uh, or whatever you've done within the past 10 years. Uh, how many other you, states have you, you lived put in? Someone in a chokehold. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Have you ever, yeah. Have you ever served in the military? Uh, what age, gender are your children? Like, these are definitely questions you need to, you know, um, have you ever been a victim of a crime or accused of a crime? Struggled with drug addiction? How about, how about, <laughs> do you believe our criminal justice system works? Why or why not? It's like, you didn't give me a long enough area to write that out. <laughs> right. right. I'm going to need some scratch paper. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need some scratch paper. Dude, this is terrible. I, this is, I would just know, write, I, two, I was like, two words, James Fields. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the what are the ages, genders, and work of your children. The ages and genders, that is such a loaded question because no matter what you put, C, uh, CPS is going to be knocking on your door if you give them a gender. So you're automatically out. Mm. Have you ever been restrained or put in a chokehold, for example, by law enforcement or during a self-defense class? Have you ever personally seen the police use more force than is necessary? Wow. This is, is there any reason why you would not be able to give your complete attention to a trial during your time as a juror? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got, yeah, I when I'm day trading my Bitcoin. I don't know. So did, you or, did you so or someone you know... Episode. Oh, check this out. Did you or someone you know get injured or suffer property damage during the protests that took place after George Floyd's death? You may be entitled to compensation. Um, <laughs> speaking of speaking of George Floyd's death, it's uh, terrible. The autopsy report. Yes, the autopsy yeah. report is is being brought back up. Uh, yeah, there, there was no life threatening injuries identified. No, there was uh, no facial, oral, yep. mucosal, or uh, conjunctival. What Con- man? Uh, that's hey, word just sounds was, no dirty. No injuries of the anterior muscles of neck or uh, man, they're just making up words right now. They are. I, they they are. But no, he, nothing happened to him. Basically, 
Derek Chauvin d- basically didn't do nothing, and it's you, in you, the autopsy. You want to you want to know how high this nigga was? <laughs> he uh, very. He, he had eleven. Gra- he had eleven. Uh, he had eleven grams of fentanyl in his system. He had uh, five point six of norfentanyl. He had a four dash ANPP at point six five. He had a meth. He had nineteen grams of of methamphetamine in his system. He had a high. He had nineteen grams. Delta nine THC. Hold on, nineteen grams. Oh, what? Wait, what's? Oh, I'm sorry. NG dash ML nanograms. Okay, wow. Nanograms per milliliter. Okay, nanograms per milliliter. Let's say nineteen grams, dude. That's a lot of meth. To be in he would have died system. before even getting out of right. the house. Well, he probably would still be alive. His heart would still be beating probably today. But he also he also had morphine in his. Uh, yeah, in his this drugs. guy. This guy was high. Like high. This is this is probably the most amount of drugs any person. Well, no, he's dead. So that's what killed him. He died of a drug overdose. He was on more drugs in one day than Old Dirty Bastard was his entire life. Right. I mean, Keith Richards is looking at this guy like, nigga, please, settle down. Yeah, like, yeah, but you know, he did test negative well, he for, did. Ethan, for ethanol. Oh. That's, that's a good thing. He wasn't drunk. Okay. That's, I mean, I guess that's a positive there. At least he wasn't drunk. He wasn't drunk driving. He was high driving. My favorite meme is the picture of uh, him in the car where he's like turning and it's like, you know, gets the electric bill. Please don't be high. The electric bill. And it's George Floyd's face. That's yeah, that, that, that face. Nothing like I've never. That's a scary look. That picture where he's like looking out of the police car window or his car or whatever. That is the yeah, face. I would of not someone want to be a white girl around him. Yeah. That is the face of somebody who was very, 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 very high. But but wait a second. You said that uh, the black conspiracy uh, theory guys are saying that George Floyd never existed and it was Stephen Jackson and he'd still be alive. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I think like the even the Larry Johnson tier ones say that. That's a Larry Johnson tier? Okay. Yeah. Well, I... I, I I don't have I don't have the quotes what handy. What is it's the okay. Larry Johnson tier? Is that like black normie conservatives? At that point, uh, no, no. Larry Larry Johnson, uh, he sort of he sort of dances on the we're all ruled by satanic pedophiles, but mm-hmm. he doesn't outwardly call them Jews every time. Oh, okay. He has said synagogue of Satan several times. So, yeah, yeah, he does that bit, but he's just quoting the Bible. Sure. So it's okay. Sure. Sure. All right. So, yeah, man, this is just like the beginning of the summer of hate last year, man. So George Floyd, Derek Chauvin. We were even talking about Stephen Jackson. Um, we'll see what happens. But did you see uh, that the uh, the Minneapolis prepares for potential unrest ahead of the trial, and that building. Did we just, yeah. yeah, that's. Are they are they holding it in the target? Because that target's not safe. No, <laughs> no, it's a, it's another it's another tar word. It's another tar. I don't yes. know if we could bring it up. Yeah, it's another <laughs> tar word. But uh, the building, the building is definitely not of. Um, 
Yeah, it's very interesting architecture. It's, it's just not of this era. It's was not it this made era. Uh, with, with New Deal money? Yes. It was apparently made with New Deal money, and with that New Deal money came some exquisite craftsmanship, some exquisite stonework, some stuff that can't be repeated today. So, yeah. Did you know that the judge made the OK sign I in did. court today? I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. How many uh, gaslit libtards uh, think that the the trial is in the bag for white supremacists because he made the OK symbol? Right, while saying uh-huh. the number three. He said, you know, people go, you know, one, two, three, and they'll use... He's not making the OK sign. He's just holding down his index finger with his thumb, and he's using the, you know, the middle ring and pinky to signify the number three. I saw the clip of him doing that, and he's saying, so there were three, and he's holding up, you know, the fingers. But it, but it's obviously the okay, you well, know, no, white supremacy. The, the explanation for that is that that is the European, specifically German method of counting. Okay. Okay, there we so, go. That's what it is. So yep. he's using the German, oh, so uh, white supremacy there as well. See, we got you coming both ways, Goy. Yeah, he's not getting out of this. Yeah. Oh, so he was using Nazi hand counting methods? Huh. He might as well just thrown up a Roman, a Roman, honestly. Right. 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 Um yeah, I I saw that and there are some highly gaslit shitlibs libtards that are saying dumb things about that. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see the show trial. Yeah, there's always a show trial somewhere. You know, there was the, there was the, um, the Trump second impeachment show trial, and now there's this one. It'll be dumb, fake, and gay. Yeah, if only they were entertaining. You can't call them show trials because nobody wants to watch this shit. Right? Do you think anybody ever did want to watch the show trial before? Show trials used to be interesting right there was some that were interesting uh, in the past what was the what was the trial for anna nicole smith that had that really weird redneck uh judge who was like just throwing the rules around all willy-nilly and yeah that was weird that was a weird trial yeah uh, the, uh, oh wow that's bringing up some old school yeah that's yeah yeah really but that, that judge was real weird it was like he was going for his own tv show and he did not get his own tv show but i, I remember watching <laughs> some of that and i'm like man that judge is He's on the goop, man. I don't remember the judge. I just remember some of the things about that whole uh, situation. But anyway, um, so that's enough about that. Moving on, uh, DB, you dropped something earlier that had to do with, uh, well, it's not really with COVID, but uh, somebody who's involved with the vaccines. Uh, Bill Gates is in the news yet again. Yeah, he's, well, actually not yet again. He's always in the news for something. Uh, This actually was a little bit ago, but was just brought to our attention. Uh, Bill Gates not only is the largest landowner when it comes to farm land in North America, and he's the largest shareholder in the Transcontinental Railroad in Canada, but he's also, him and his wife, him and his wife are funding some other stuff, right? Right. Uh, they have you heard of the CGIAR? 
Hmm. I know, but uh... uh, it's a consortium of 15 international agriculture research centers. Oh, and it's controlled by the World Bank as well as the Rockefeller and Ford Foundations, and now the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, hmm. which since uh, 2003 has donated more than 70, 720 million to different uh, centers and gene banks across the world. But they bought, they bought out that, may, that seed bank that has all the original untouched seeds that's in, uh, I think it's in Norway, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, they, in, it, in addition to him buying up all the farmland here in the United States, he now ha he now is in charge of the seed bank too. Yes. But hey, 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 hey. Until you get fired from your job for talking about Bill Gates, it don't matter. The aim of, <laughs> of one CGIAR overseen by one common board is to merge it to become part of one agriculture, a.k.a. Gates Ag One, Gates' latest move in controlling the world's seed supply. Gates has indicated he will more than double the present budget from $850 million to at least $2 billion a year. That's a lot of money just to, uh, to make seeds... So there's a seed freedom movement that has been calling for the CGIAR gene banks to return these stolen farmers' varieties back to the farmers, but that is not happening. Yeah, apparently uh, this seed bank, um, this this seed bank was a farmers' seed heritage bank, and it was uh, hijacked. I guess some of these were hijacked. Right. So. Yeah, it's they've had these these seed these seed banks uh, that were for intended just for the farmers in different mm -hmm. parts of the world. Right, but they've been slowly being co-opted one after another. Right. What they do is they're well, they're getting rid of um, the like the the natural, you know, uh, whatever grows there naturally, and they're replacing it with their their chemically, you know, the GMO modified GMO. Yeah, uh, your Monsanto and uh, Arthur Daniels Midland or whatever it is. Um, yeah. So now Bill Gates, now Bill Gates owns the largest seed bank and this is ridiculous. Yeah. He's, uh, there's, that's what's going on is they're buying all this stuff and they're storing them at this Svalbard, uh, global seed vault up in the, uh, the, they call it the doomsday vault. It's up in the Arctic archipelago. Archipelago. Say, I said what? it wrong. Arch archipelago. Yeah. Svalbard is actually that's one of the um, that's one of the only inhabited islands that far north, mm -hmm. and they've got a pretty good view into the uh, possible Hollow Earth entrance. Yeah, uh, Gates Implying. also funds the Diversity Seek. It's a global project launched in 2015 to map the genetic data of the peasant diversity of seeds held in gene banks, and then take patents on these seeds through genomic mapping. So. Basically, you know, basically he's trying to make it impossible for anyone to grow natural food. Yep. That is why. Why would you grow natural food when we can just grow it for you? Right. Why would you want to grow your own? Yeah, the author of this piece calls it genetic colonialism, which I think is a cool name for an industrial song.
Yes, and yeah. I think that's a good description of this. I really do. I think with all of this genetic growing of food, more vaccines, uh, transhumanism, all of this is serving to totally change humanity's genome completely, possibly make us dependent on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like almost like get us a, get our bodies literally addicted. Sure. Sure. Uh, I so mean, they've already done it with keep going. They've already done it with sugar. True. Wow. This report gathers evidence and throws light on the dangers of philanthro capitalism. <laughs> that's a good word, actually. I've never heard that yeah, before. Philanthro capitalism. That's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. It's like fake philanthropism. Speaking of philanthro capitalism, I think uh, Reinhardt has some good stuff about Google, who's all uh, about oh, that philanthro capitalism. Yeah, dude. That's, that's really bad shit. Oh, my God. Um, so. Which yeah. philanthropy do we want first? <laughs> well, well, I mean, give me all your philanthropy. You've got, you've got Google getting rid of third-party cookies, which some people are like, yay. But that actually, you know, because it makes it harder, you know, for for people to track you because you know they don't get to use their cookies. Yeah, that makes it wrong. For Google. Right. 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 It makes it so much easier for Google to track you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy, his name is Bennett Cyphers. I don't know. He's a technologist at a civil liberties group. He says they're going to get rid of the infrastructure that allows individualized tracking and profiling on the web. They're going to replace it with something that still allows for targeted advertising, just in a different way. Oh, because, you know, targeted advertising is really all that it's about. Right. Well, and this guy even says later on, too, in, in this article, third-party cookies were awful. They were the most privacy-invasive technology in the world for a while. He said when Google does remove them in 2022, it won't be first, but its huge market share does mean it will have the biggest impact. Apple Safari, the second biggest browser behind Chrome, limited cookie tracking in 2017. Mozilla's already done it. So when Chrome does it, it's all going away. You're, I mean, you're going to be tracked everything you do. They're going to be able to... Didn't we read something? It was either in this article or another where they're going to start monitoring your internet activity and placing you on lists oh. to monitor your activity. If they I'm find sure. it, if they deem your activity to be questionable, they will ensure that you are on a list. Jesus. Well, of course, I mean... We're probably on several lists here. Well, that is true. Yeah, but uh, uh, speaking of lists, um, but that's the PetSmart wish list for oh, right. the Chupacabra. Yeah, how's that going? Um, well, I, I I really asked not to send live animals. Yeah, did know? they send live <laughs> animals? Yeah, there's a dead rabbit in the uh, in the mailbox, but that could have been an X. So I, I'm not. I can neither confirm nor deny there wasn't a tag on it. All right, it, so. all right. As long I'm as sorry, nobody back sends to, back to the Google. As long as nobody sends live animals or dead animals to the post office box, then I won't care. Um, because I don't want. I don't. I don't think the male people would like that too much. 
Yeah, probably not. It's not the same as like delivering it to your house because it's like it's rude because you know then it it might get into the other people's mailboxes. You know, that's just not that's just not. Well, you know, Google has a solution for that as well to make sure that oh. you know people aren't doing unwanted things. I'm sure. I'm sure Google's doing all kinds of stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Well, they're and get this. Google veterans are teaming up with the federal government. So oh. it's already decided that they're teaming up with the government to fill the sky with AI drones that can predict your behavior. What, wait a second. Wait a second. How do we go from lists because you like sneakers to like drones? What are the drones going to do? Well, it says these drones are not being flown by any pilot, are entirely autonomous, carrying out directives coded into them during manufacturing. Surveil, record, follow, and predict even your next movements. So Sounds like something out of a dystopian sci-fi flick. Yeah, much like uh, Minority Report with, with Tom Cruise. Right. Mm. And that's, that's how these two connect, honestly. Is, I mean, first they're going to totally change the way that the internet works or finish the way that they're changing the inter- the way the internet works. They'll be able to monitor everything you do, put you on a list, and then they can program into these damn drones whatever they want to follow whoever they want mm-hmm. based on code. So they could code in to follow people from a certain list. And so says the... That's interesting. So it's Skydio is the company. Yeah, not Skynet. Sky but it's close. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these drones have their autonomous drones. So they have their own autonomy, the core capability of giving a drone the skills of an expert pilot built in in the software and in the hardware. And that's really what we're about as a company. Okay, so they're about putting AI in drones. Oh, boy. Yeah, so we went from using AI drones in Syria to just using them on people on Martin Luther King Boulevard. Mm. Uh, they continued and say, let's see, they'll be shipping the most advanced AI power drone ever. Quadrocopter costs as little as a thousand dollars, which can latch onto targets and follow them, dodging all sorts of obstacles and capturing everything on high quality video. Scadio claims that its software can even predict a target's next move, be that target a pedestrian or a car. So I don't know if you guys have ever seen drone racing before. Mm-hmm how they do like the crazy freaking tracks through like warehouses and different buildings. Right. And they've all got like 4k GoPro cameras on them. That's mm-hmm. what they're doing. Just yeah. AI controlled instead of some, some random dude. Right. Some random dude with a, with a PlayStation controller. Um, these things. Yeah. It's, they're saying that they don't have to have weapons on them to be uh, like a totalitarian thing. That's, yeah, because they well the CEO he said what did he say uh, we're not putting weapons on the drone weaponization is the one thing we want less autom- automation not more but you don't need weapons to oppress a society dude like twenty four hour a day surveillance and behavior prediction from a drone I mean that's you know be careful the drones are watching yeah it's yeah. oh my god yep but. Hey, gonna be give, then they'll, they'll give you a it. ticket right where you're at. weapons on there. Yeah. Well, they don't need weapons. Check the, the, and the, the Biden thing. Oh, yeah. They're going to use the drones for uh, what they're calling a smart border wall. So they'll use surveillance technology to patrol the border. Interesting. <laughs> so 
you were never getting a physical wall guy, but you're going to get a drone wall that's going to keep you right. Away. Right. Well, because you know, you know, if this is uh the drones are going to um, enhance the ability to process asylum seekers and manage and secure the southern border between ports of entry that focuses on flexible solutions and technologies that expand the ability to detect illicit activity. Wow. The drones well, no, won't be as obvious or physically offensive as an actual wall. Physically offensive. Oh, here's another here's another misspelling that is funny. The smart wall may not be obvious and physically offensive as an actual wall, but aerial drones, infrared cameras, motion sensors, radar, facial recognition, and artificial intelligence is far more ominous than steel, S-T-E-A-L, and bricks. Yes. It's more, more ominous than steel and bricks. Can they melt steel beams, I wonder? Um, they, drones? They? Well, the, they're weapon-free drones, so probably not. Um... But yeah, the thing is about this this virtual border doesn't just exist along the demarcation line. It extends hundreds of miles inland along a constitution-free zone of enhanced border patrol authority. It's in private property and along domestic roadways. It's at airports where the government is ready to roll out a facial recognition system with no age limit that includes travelers on domestic flights that never cross the border. Hmm. Wow. So yeah, so it extends this uh, the police and surveillance state tactics, which they use at airports, around the entire country, basically a uh, hundred miles from any border. Right. But uh, so so get this, like, imagine going to the airport and instead of like just being nabbed and put in a back room for a little while because you look brown mm-hmm. and having to miss your flight. No, they tell you you can't fly. Security comes out, you're picked up, you're shoved in a back room, and you ask, like, what's what's going on? Why am I being detained? Well, actually, we caught you doing something in your bathroom the other day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's dangerous there. Can't have that. That's exactly what's going to happen. And, it's, and, and, yeah, for being brown. That's funny because now it's for being white. Right. Yes. Yeah, we've had we've, – we've known several people who have had that situation. Yep. Uh, the, the old extra, you know, rub and tug frisk. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Uh, but instead of that, it's going to be a drone just pushing you along mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a quadrocopter just whizzing by your ear. Right. Which, which, uh, it's AI got its, uh, its marching orders from all the algorithms that it's worked out for you, you know, based on what you've looked at been places you've been to online things you said in your house near your smart you know items like i said right. man well, ner- can't wait for can't wait for my amazon fridge to not give me you know let me have any food because i did a racism on the computer in the other room oh my god you know yeah your fridge overheard you recorded the paranormies and suddenly you can't eat right Oof. and then amazon's gonna stop delivering your food to you your mm-hmm. naturally grown quote food from bill gates right I mean, it's it's amazing. All of these things, especially these last three, including the Bill Gates. To me, it, there's like a perfect plan of events yeah. in motion there, mm-hmm. and it's right in front of you. Everybody sees it. Bill Gates is doing it. I mean, the, whether or not you believe that Bill Gates is like the boogeyman to end up be all boogeyman and whatever, he really is. 
Uh, he's, you know, he's he's that movie bad guy who's somehow, you know, the techno genius, whatever. Um, he's doing all the stuff, you know, pushing the vaccines. Yeah. He's he's buying the land. He's got the seed banks. He's, um, you know, Microsoft is updating your computer as we speak, probably, you know. <laughs> but don't worry, guy. It's just the fact that the, the, the nerd gets the girl in the end. Right. Or in Bill's case. Well, I, I, dude, are we sure that's even Bill Gates anymore at this point? Or is it uh, a clone or a drone? It's or... Annie Leibovitz. Annie Leibovitz, yeah. Yes, yeah. That's the, that's, it's Annie Leibovitz. Uh, if, okay. For people who don't know, Annie Leibovitz is a professional photographer who is famous for taking pictures of rock stars and actors and stuff. Yes, yes. Annie Leibovitz. And politicians. Mm-hmm. Does... Yeah, does breathtaking portraits uh, right. of them looking very serious. Um, speaking of One- <laughs> Bill Gates, uh, he has in in this new bill the uh, the new um, what do you call it the um the fuck's it called? Which one are you getting at? The spending bill that they're just they're trying to give people uh, the stimulus. Thank you, jeez. Oh, yes, yeah. In the stimulus, I couldn't remember what it was called because I don't care. Uh, in the stimulus, because it's our tax money. We're getting, I mean, we're either getting it back, we're going to have to pay it back or what. Uh, but Bill Gates is in there. So Bill Gates's project global fund, uh, they tucked it into page 613 on the 628 bill or 628 page bill. Yeah. $3.5 billion goes to project global fund, which is a Bill Gates fund. A Bill Gates Foundation. Uh, where is it? Three billion. Yeah, three point. Oh, excuse me, three point seven five billion. Yeah, for these. Uh, for his global fund to fight AIDS, tuberculosis, and malaria. So Bill Gates is getting out of the stimulus. He's getting uh, three point five billion dollars in government money. Yeah, that makes sense. I mm-hmm. see no issue with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's your fourteen hundred bucks, Goy. And how much to Israel? Uh, three something billion, three point eight billion, something. I forgot. I'd have to go 3. back and look. Three point three is it? All right. I don't know, but I would expect so. I right, thirty three. They yeah. did have thirty three billion. Right. I mean, why wouldn't they? Um. All right. So yeah. So there's that. Bill Gates is Bill Gates and Google are bad. All right. The, the nerds are bad. The techno nerds are bad. They are evil. Evil, evil, slimy people. <laughs> Skynet. I mean, yeah, dude, it's it's right there. Sounds like something <sighs> out of a dystopian sci-fi flick. Yeah, Skydio. It's coming to get you. Yeah, all right. remember all the, remember all those movies, Johnny Johnny Mnemonic and Minority Report. Remember how entertaining those were? Mm-hmm. 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 That could never it's, happen. Shame it's going to be real. Yeah. All right. Um. If we did the seed bank. Did you guys see the flying ship? Yeah. No. Uh, flying ship. Oh, oh, you mean the ship over the horizon that we shouldn't be able to see because of, uh, you know, uh, spherical properties. Well, no, that, that yeah. No, not but, that. But, uh, no, it was a tanker uh, near Falmouth, Cornwall. Here, you didn't, you didn't see this? Let me post it. No, I, 
I saw the picture. Oh, okay. Of the ship I just, that's like... I, we shouldn't be able to see it at that distance, right? That should be over the horizon. Maybe not. I mean, but... But that's not the point. The point is, is that the ship looks like it's floating in the air. Yes. It yeah. looks like it's actually hovering above the water. Mm-hmm. Like several feet. Like, well, that sounds more economical. Sure. If it was an airship, except it's not. It's a tanker. Um, they're calling this a superior mirage. Because special atmospheric conditions that bend the light. Wow. Wow. Right. Bend, bend the light, but you can see everything underneath. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You would have so, to have something on that ship bending the light around it. Right. So right. what What would count as an inferior mirage? I was just going to say, yeah, it's a superior mirage. Is there such a thing as an inferior mirage? Uh, uh, I think Floyd a dude in, in a wig or a dude in a wig calling himself a uh, woman. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah, this is so all not comb-overs. Even... <laughs> oh god! But uh, okay, yeah. Here, <laughs> superior mirages can produce a few type, di- few different types of images. Here, a distant ship appears to float high above its actual position, but sometimes an object below the horizon can become visible. Sure, it can. You mean in order uh, something that is far enough away to where your perspective makes it so you can't see it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I, I, I don't, I don't, I think this is just a glitch in the matrix or something. I mean, this is a glitch in the programming. Like, well, this, this is not a mirage, <laughs> right? It's happened before, but like how often? Well, uh, it's happened multiple times in this same water space. Really? Yeah. Apparently, this has happened multiple times. Uh, (laughs) The guy who saw it, he said, uh, I told to myself how lucky we are to live in this part of the world where it's happened in this, like in a a surrounding water space around the UK before. Um, (laughs) I've seen, uh, yeah, it also includes the coast of France. Hmm. So, I, yeah, I'm calling this glitch in the Matrix. Superior Or or just actually fake. Yeah, of a weather condition known as a temperature inversion, where the cold air lies close to the sea with warmer air above it. Um. Okay. okay. Isn't is that normal like, though? Isn't that normal? The is, cold air is always down, and the, and the heat rises, like warm it. Like, isn't that normal air? Is this the same sort of effect that when they saw cities in the clouds? Mm. No, those were actually cities in the clouds. Oh. Wait a minute. Am I being rused here? No, they 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 said it was some sort of like atmospheric condition with the cold and hot air and, the, and oh, right, it, that's right, why right, right. it was refracting it was refracting from a distance mm-hmm. over the curve a city that people couldn't that people couldn't see directly with their own eyes but it was it was refracting into the clouds right okay so it looked like there was a city in the cl- that was that was the explanation that was given at but that's still dependent on a globe earth correct yeah yeah not the not the seeing the skyline of chicago uh from 57 miles away but imp- you can do that the impossible skyline yeah oh yeah yeah huh 
All you have to do is take out a little, a little handy dandy spyglass. Well, that's yeah. John Levi has that as the background of some of his older videos, the the impossible skyline. He uses that on mm-hmm. the green screen. Um, I thought I, I like how he painted yeah. like a bunch of stuff in it, in that room green, so he could still use it without having to move it. But you know, then he didn't have to move it because it was green, and he could just like superimpose stuff over it. I know that's dedication, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, that's dedication. He did. Oh. He did that before he got a decent mic. Right. Right. It was probably <laughs> cheaper. I don't know. <laughs> there yeah. was something endearing about him holding that tiny little microphone, though. I like, just felt bad. I felt bad for him. He's um, like huddled in that place. Right. Everything. He's got his tiny microphone and his little stove going. <laughs> his stove that fit in like a like a like a pair of work boots box. You know. Yeah. It it literally cost him like a hundred bucks. I know. That's Which amazing. is amazing because it does heat his whole house. But well, his whole house is only like one room. No, it's a uh, um, okay. So there's one of two configurations. It's either two RVs sandwiched around a prefab, like one one room prefab mm-hmm. house, or it's two. I think it's two prefabs built onto an RV that he's got. I have the picture in his off grid living book. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I still need to get that. I still need to get that. But yeah, so the hovering ship, I don't know what this is. This might be some sort of glitch. Where does it say that it's happened there before? Uh, I was reading up another article. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Oh, shoot. I already closed it. Yeah, whatever. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's not that it happened there before. It's that it has happened many times before. Oh, Um, okay. Oh, this phenomenon also happened off the coast of Australia. Interesting. With a cruise ship. Hmm. Um, you know, we forgot with the COVID stuff. They trying to they're, they're trying to send an, another another one to go to go be with Harambe. Uh, they have you you were talking about earlier a different uh, type of COVID shot. This one's for the for gorillas. Yeah, I am. I'm I'm living. <laughs> like I, I'd be okay with some of the the Earth population. Uh, going away, but sure. Uh, no, I can't do this. Yeah, so the San Diego Zoo, uh, one employee tested positive, and I guess he was in charge of the care of, or part of the care of the gorillas. Mm-hmm. So this guy tests positive for COVID, and eight of their gorillas tested positive. Did they um, anally swab the gorillas this time, or did they shove the thing up their nose? I hope to God they tried to anally swab them. Ten that twirls. Be- that's a. It's the only way you're going to get a good sample is you got to twirl it ten times. <laughs> ten that would twirls. be the greatest animal attack video ever. Yeah. Uh, uh, so eight gorillas uh, tore. Yes, eight gorillas tore a, a, a zookeeper apart today. <laughs> <laughs> For trying to give uh-huh. them a COVID swab. No, what they do, the gorillas would probably like they're like, all right, they did the anal, like they knocked them out or whatever, and then did the anal thing, and then the next time that the, the the zookeepers in there, they all like gang up on them. There you go. Yeah. Repressed memories start coming back. Right. <laughs> um, no. So instead of instead of the grape ape, blue waffle ape. All right. Oh, bro. God, bro. Don't do this. What? Come on, guy. Leave, leave the gorillas alone. They're, yeah. They didn't do anything to yeah. you. Yeah. You're the one that wants to anal swab them. I do not. No, nobody wants. I, I just asked if they did. I just figured, you know, I don't want so, to anally swab anything. So you know how they found this out that the gorillas had contracted hmm. uh, from 
let's see, what's her name? Global Conservation and Wildlife Health Officer Nadine Lemberski told Insider in an interview that the alarm bells first went off when the zoo's 49-year-old silverback gorilla named Winston started coughing a few days after finding out one of their wildlife care specialists had COVID. Uh, he said, Come on. Uh, she said, as soon as we knew that employee was positive, we were on high alert so that one or two coughs really sent the alarm bells off. And we immediately started to get the permissions necessary to submit the samples. So he, gorilla just went cough, cough, and they go into high alert. Right. Well, you know, I mean, these gorillas are very important, you know, and I can't have them just dying of the coof. Um, Oh, wow. But you also can't have them dying of, you know, the human vaccines. Right. So they had to have special gorilla vaccines that, uh, well, the gorillas made a full recovery by mid-February. And interestingly enough, um, they didn't vaccinate any gorillas. So they vaccinated four orangutans and five bonobos, including an orangutan named Karen which was the first ape in the world to have open heart surgery in 1994. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, that 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 monkey's got a that excuse me, that ape has a story, Karen. Thank you. Um well, here's here's the thing about the vaccine and this is being developed by Zoetis. Mm-hmm. I'll have to Jack look up the etymology of that name. I want to know if that's something esoteric. Um <laughs> It's not going to kill yeah, the gorillas. It might be. Who the hell knows? It's not going to kill the gorillas. It's going to make their IQ spike. Right. This and is well. This is get... this is it. This is it. This is the beginning. This is the beginning of the new Planet of the Apes right here. This is how it starts. Okay. Someone call James Franco so he can was, die first. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Call James Franco. Um. Because this is how the movie started. Right. They were doing testing on apes, but that was up in the Bay Area, not in. Not the San Diego. James, Maybe it happens. James Franco was in that Tim Burton remake. No, he was in the. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> are you doing a bit? Or are you being serious? Did anybody see the Tim Burton remake in the early aughts of Planet of the Apes? It's absolutely dreadful. Yes, it was with uh, with um, what's his name? Wasn't that Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg. It was Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Yeah, that was yeah. terrible. That was terrible. Ugh. Yeah. No, I so like bad. the I like the I like the series the, the the recent series wasn't bad. Oh, the last couple movies. Yeah, the last one with was it Woody Harrelson? And um, yeah, it was like War for the Planet of the Apes. Or yeah, whatever. and that's where he just like I haven't seen I haven't seen any of them. Oh, he devolves and yeah, it's it's pretty. I mean, it's not terrible. It, it's you know it's sh- it's it's shitty Jew cinema, but it wasn't terrible. It's better than the it's better than the Tim Burton one, that's for sure. But anyways, back to the actual story here. Yes, this is how you end up with Planet of the Apes. Give them the fucking COVID vaccine. They're probably. I mean, I don't know. We might actually start seeing them sharpening sticks and like clothing themselves, doing something. Right. What if this is the what if this is the event that kicks off the evolution? You know, call Orlando Jones and David Duchovny. Well, uh, okay, so Jack found nothing on... That's a reference. ...on Zoetis. What, did I miss a reference? Oh, just the, the evolution reference. Oh, God. Yeah, that corny-ass movie. It was hilarious, though. 
We talked about that. We talked about that before. That movie. That was a lot of fun, that movie. But uh, yeah, so no esotericism behind the name. But zoo staff, you know, they can take some comfort knowing the gorillas are vaccinated, even though they're not. They just said nine great apes, four orangutans, and five bonobos, right? Right. Yeah, they didn't even say the gorillas. Right, but while the zoo staff can take some comfort in knowing their gorillas are vaccinated. But, so that's a lie because it just set up here that only nine apes were vaccinated. So moving on, says Lamberski thinks that a big sigh of relief isn't going to come until our entire community is vaccinated. Until the vaccine gets to, you know, remote communities all over the world to areas where gorillas live in the wild. So they're going to have to vaccinate all the gorillas as well. Oh my God. (laughs) They're doing the Fauci thing. Is this chick a Fauci of gorillas? (sighs) Paul Barabalt, CEO and president of San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance, told Insider he hopes the pandemic will help people realize the interconnectedness that humans have with nature. As we move forward out of COVID, I think we certainly hope that the world has a greater understanding of our interdependency, that we're dependent on the health of nature, he said. We are dependent on the health of wildlife. Our health is tied to all of it. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong about the interconnectedness of us with nature. That, that I have no issue with. But he's using this to push something that is against the interconnectedness, a, a roadblock to the interconnectedness of humans and creation. Right. right. This is ridiculous. <sighs> Paul Bearball. Is that is that a crypto name? Uh, probably. Probably. Sounds like crypto French, honestly. Yeah. So they're going to go into the wild and vaccinate the apes. All right. Press F for the gorillas. Yeah, so what are, what are they going to do? Like have blacks going into the Congo with trank guns? They're probably just going to drink them. Honestly. Who knows, man? I don't know. That can't be good. That can't be good. They're going to mess with the gorilla's DNA. Maybe this is. Maybe it is an evolutionary uh, point here. They're just, you know, it's, this is evolution, right? This is how they... I don't know. We we don't want the chimpanzees to get vaccine envy of the bonobos. It could go really wrong. Right, right. Because <laughs> the, the bonobos yeah. are hanging out, eating bananas together, and the chimps got to wear a mask and distance socially. And everybody knows that chimpanzees a, are social I animals. Ch- I was a chimpanzee, and I was just wandering to a different part of the jungle, and I heard some hooting and <laughs> hollering, and I went over, and I saw a group of bonobos who had been recently vaccinated, and they were clinking glasses together, appreciating everything as if it was World World War Three had just ended. Wait a and minute. for them, it had, because the bonobos got the vaccine first. Oh, That's when you know, me and my tribe of chimpanzees went in there and brutally murdered all of them <laughs> you know i was about to say uh i was about to chastise you for saying clinking glasses instead of like clinking bananas but if they got the vaccine they're probably that intelligent at that point right <laughs> right oh my god all see right. this just gets not only does everything get more insane and evil it also just gets more like like a dark comedy mm-hmm. it's the banality of evil literally yeah like it's so evil but it's so gay and mm-hmm. lame and just like it's just like it's not it's not like outwardly insidious evil it's not cobra commander cackling over a 
over a podium behind a screen is like monuments are burning. No, it's, like, it's Alex, it's, it's, fat it's, Alex Jones it, on a Jew in a street shitters podcast. Right. Yeah, and that's what exactly what they want because then they can tell everybody, well, you're just a conspiracy theorist because you believe in these evil things going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Nobody's that evil. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we're like pointing specific Bill Gates specifically doing literally evil things like monopolizing you know, not just not just the seeds but also the means to grow them and the place to grow them and you know, the means to get them to you. Yeah, no, totally. No, nothing evil about that. Just a philanthropist. This is all for you, Goy. Right. All of it. Right. Um, you know, we've also forgot, uh, we forgot the um, Neil Tyson quote, Neil deGrasse Tyson. His faggot quote on masks. Oh, man. Uh, can you pull that up, Jack? I got it right here. He says... We're just saying to abolish mask wearing in some states while the rest of the nation keeps theirs is like designating a peeing section of the swimming pool. <laughs> Mic drop. Like, dude. Shut up. Dude, shut what up. E- what ethnicity is most responsible for peeing in the pool? Right. He really needs to, he, yeah, he needs to not be drawing attention to it. Glass and just houses. the shallow end, because anything over four feet, you know, they can't swim. You know, was, you know. Yeah. Four, I thought four feet was kind of generous there, honestly. Yeah. I mean, without floaties. Right. Okay. Yeah. But still. Got to have the water wings to piss in the pool. Sure. But like the whole point is that Neil Tyson, Neil deGrasse Tyson always has one of these. It's like, it's the I fucking love science, you know, crowd is going to be like, oh, wow, 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 wow. I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, my God. Oh, he's so awesome. He said that super smart thing. There's nothing smart about what he said. No, none of it. It's You're- practically, I mean, you could put that on IFLS or any sort of clickbait mm-hmm. science website, and it would read no different than if. Neil deGrasse had written it himself. No, it got a hundred and it's got a hundred and thirty likes and yeah. hundred and thirty thousand likes, excuse me. You know, it's like that's everybody is just filleting magic black science guy. He didn't actually say anything. You know, nothing actually technically science, but this is the level at which science is at. Now remember when scientists were like, you know, actual scientists and they had to have actual degrees and not theoretical things about stuff you make up. Yeah, not only science degrees, but theology degrees, too. Right, that, too. This guy, but no, this guy is like science is just distilled down to, you know, peeing in the pool. <laughs> I hate him so much. <sighs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The banality of evil. The, exactly. And that we got it. Yeah, we got in two of our most hated, love to hate people, Alex Jones and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Bill Hicks. We went, wait, we went an entire Tyson. Nationalist Enquirer without you saying lone scum. You son of Almost. A yeah, but I didn't say it though. What did he do now? Uh nothing. Okay, so I got nothing to oh, say. No, I heard. I heard nothing uh, yet. No, I heard he he that lone scum is no longer the richest man in America. Just back to Jeff Bezos. Well, he's an African American, so that makes sense. Right. Right. 
Yeah. It's the first African-American American billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, man, we are right on time. It's two hours. How about that, fellas? Nice. Well, we also have one quick thing, or do you want to save it for uh, next week? What's that? Uh, our nice Jesuit friend. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Get it, get it out of the way now so we can get it over with. Yeah, the Pope did, the Pope, no, I'm just tired of talking about this faggot. So the Pope did what the Pope was going to do. He went to Ur, went to the ziggurat. He got up there and he did his little, um, we are basically, we are the world, but with religion. And what did he right. say? Yeah, I'm, we can post a link to the full transcript in the show notes. I'm not going to sit here and read this because it's going to sound just awful. Um but basically, yeah, it's it's typical, just calls for unity the entire time, um, even though they all if they all come from Abraham, even though the Muslims and the Jews both worship, you know, demonic gods, he says that they're all brothers, that they all worship the same. It's very, very Jesuit idea. Mm-hmm. Um, they had not only Jews, Muslims, and Christians, they also had Yazidis who openly admit they worship demons. They had Mendeans who are uh, Gnostic Christians or Gnostic Jews mm-hmm. who also hate Christ. Um, <laughs> that he specifically called out Mandeans. And so, yeah, the, nothing happened. No, no asteroid hit the earth because asteroids aren't real. Right. Um, yes. We did not get crushed by Apophis. No, the we did not. 30, which in Gematria comes out to 33, which was I found interesting. It is interesting. Mm-hmm. But if, if meteors are real, then space has to be real. Right, right. We all know that it's not space is fake and gay. Right. Um, so, yeah, this is all just very milk toast, as you put it, Dob, but um, just kind of what we expected, honestly. But, again, I want to point out, this is not where Abraham was born. Mm-hmm. So... What's the point of drawing this many people here to this cultural center of a moon god? Like, I, I don't know. It's weird. That's for sure. I mean, he didn't sacrifice anything. Well, the, one, one of the worst aspects of Jesuit liberation theology is the tepidness of the, of the message. Like, yes. it, it, and, that's, and, it, and it gives it the impression that it's harmless. But in the fact that it doesn't take a hard stance on things that were considered traditional values of people who follow that faith, is that's part of the that's part of the weakening process. That it, it normalizes weakness in the message. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. Uh, uh, because whatever you think about past popes, et cetera, et cetera, at least, and I know. I know he was probably involved in some fucked up stuff, and I. I it, but Pope John Paul II, he spoke out strongly against communism and some of what were considered openly as evils of the world because of uh, because of the acts that were being committed in the names of those ideologies. Mm-hmm. You get no such thing from this guy. You get, well, I, it's, I, I think we can kind of like we can kind of like get along, you know, like everybody will just be like bros and. And babes, well, we'll just yeah. be like well, getting along. And that's the thing is, for the subversive, and uh, you know, I don't want to offend any of our guys that are Catholic, but for you know the subversive Jesuits and controlled Catholic Church, Muslims are their perfect servants. 
it's it's absolutely fantastic for the Jews to have the Muslims called to peace because most of these Muslims are going to look at this honestly if they're true traditional uh, Muslims and they're going to cry out against it. They're going to call for blood, get the Christians out of here, get the Jews out of here, just like they've been doing. But that's not going to happen. No, because Jews, the leadership history, of... like they're going to do again, are just pointing Muslims at places. They're pointing at a map saying, go mm-hmm. here, go here and do this. And it's it's no blood on their hands. So it stands to reason they would want to make sure that they keep them in line with this weakened ideology. Sure. And they have the Christians already in line and, you know, the Vatican's been in line. Protestants have been in line. Protestants, excuse me. When I say Christians, I mean Protestants. And it, it's all it's all co- controlled and contrived from so long ago. I mean, the fact that he had Mandeans there as well, Gnostic Christians who mm-hmm. subverted scripture very, very early after the fact, um, not very long after the fact. I think that's a little telling. But yeah, I like that, DB. It's very weakening of the message it appears harmless and meek so if you speak out against it you look cruel or heartless that's what they always do yeah you're just a big meanie if you don't agree right what do you want to do you want to go kill the muslims right right yeah like no i just don't want them killing me (laughs) but i'm also not going to worship and bow down to them i'm not going to call for people to i'm not going to call them brothers we don't worship the same god (laughs) By any gets, stretch of the imagination. It gets even worse. It's more, It's like, yeah, you know, we were against that whole abortion thing and, like, gays marrying and stuff in the past. But, you know, maybe it's not such a big deal. It, it, you know, the, right. like, that's, that's the... It's look, that slippery that's, slope thing. That's the Jesuit influence mm-hmm. in, in the message right there. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just women wearing pants. It's just this. It's just that. It's just... <laughs> You know, now it's like, yeah. it, it, it's just a transgender, lesbian, furry as your minister up there on your Unitarian pulpit. And just remember, Jesuits are run and were founded by Jews. Right. Ignatius of Loyola yes. was a Jew. Yes. I was gonna just going to say that. We were talking about that earlier today. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, interesting. So we and never it, have to mention him again if we don't want to. No, but. we don't have to. Well, we're going to because we're going to have to do like a Jesuit thing because the Jesuits are involved with a lot of the stuff that we talk about with the uh, the missing history, the Phantom Time, the Tartarian timelines and all that stuff. The Jesuits are highly involved in that. All right. Well, we're overtime. We're into overtime. Excuse me. We're over our allotted time. Um. Unlike other shows, we you know you don't want to sit through four hours of us. Do you guys? Don't, people don't want to hear four hours of the paranormal means. They want to hear two hours and get out of here, right? Well, then let's get out of here. All right, let's do it. Uh, since it is the midweek show, you guys can wait till the weekend for the creepy pasta. But uh, for everybody else here, I'm Johnny and uh, Reinhardt, DB, Jack. You guys say, oh, you know what we didn't do? We didn't follow, sh- follow us on uh, yeah, yeah Telegram. We didn't do the bit. The Telegram, yes. T.me slash the paranormies present. You guys have your own personal ones. Do the bit. Yep. Get inside the kennel. T.me slash chupacabra underscore kennel. Yep. And uh, T.me slash Nephilim hour. 
uh, t.me slash Jack's, nah, Jack's internal shit posts. There you go. That's our telegram. Get on there. Check it out. We have, uh, how many subscribers do we have this week? I'm just going to keep saying it because, you know. Oh, cool. we're at uh, 1735. 1700. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, we, dude, I mean, like, I'm still amazed that people like to listen to the show. I, I love that. I think it's great. We love all our listeners. We even do. the ones that are sending dead rabbits to the P.O. box. Yeah, even the ones, yes. Even the ones that call us flat fags. Right. Yeah. No, we love you all. Except for the ones that call us flat fags. <laughs> yeah, right. they can get out. Yeah. We'll see you all later. Time travel makes you gay.